The Urbanist is brought to you in association with the Department of Culture and Tourism, Abu Dhabi. Sadiat Cultural District Abu Dhabi is a beacon of hope and inspiration. A catalyst to spark growth and collaboration with museums and experiences, where art and science and nature and technology coexist. The belief of Abu Dhabi that culture is the backbone of our society. Stay tuned for a special episode of the show, in which you can hear His Excellency Mohammed Khalifa Al-Mubarak explain exactly why and how Sadiat Cultural District Abu Dhabi is the perfect place to collaborate, create, and innovate. Sadiat Cultural District Abu Dhabi, proud partner of The Urbanist on Monocle Radio. Hello, I'm Andrew Tuck, and you're listening to Tall Stories on Monocle 24, brought to you by the team behind The Urbanist, the show all about the cities we live in. On today's episode, we ponder the next steps for Taiwan's parliament building, which houses an often boisterous debating chamber and is the centre of the island's signature strong democracy. Monocle's James Chambers brings us this tall story. Taiwan's national parliament, which is known as the Legislative Yuan, is housed inside a former high school in the capital city, Taipei. The modest building barely warrants a photo opportunity, but it's a fitting playground for the rough and tumble of Taiwanese politics. Until rising tensions between the US and China catapulted Taiwan into the global news, the island tended to make the headlines for its standout pride festival and the tendency of its elected lawmakers to throw punches, chairs, and even pig's guts on the floor of the debating chamber. A few months before the former US Speaker, Nancy Pelosi, addressed the parliament last year, lawmakers were hurling water bottles and fake money at each other. Lo Che Cheng is a sitting MP for the ruling Democratic Progressive Party, and he's also a veteran of several dust-ups with the opposition Kuomintang. Like many of his peers, Lo was born before democracy arrived in Taiwan in the 1990s. According to the former academic, fights in the legislative yuan are a byproduct of a political system that prohibits filibustering, forcing the opposition to find other ways of holding up the passage of government bills. Speaking to me from his parliamentary office next door to the chamber, he described Taiwan as a young democracy. He also assured me that Taiwan's scrappy political opponents play nice afterwards, and that there are unlikely to be any more sensitive bills to fight over this year, ahead of the next general election in 2024. But one thing that lawmakers can agree on is the need for a new parliament. The current building, parts of which were built by the Japanese during the colonial era, was only ever meant to be a temporary home. When the former president, Chiang Kai-shek, retreated to the island with his troops after losing to Mao Zedong's communists in the civil war. He fully intended to avenge his defeat one day and move his Kuomintang government back to the mainland. As that dream faded, Taiwan's lawmakers stayed where they were. And over time, democracy flourished on the island, transforming what was once a rubber stamp parliament, akin to what exists in Beijing, to a modern day temple of democracy, a rare one in the region. 
These days, Taiwan is ranked as one of the world's top 10 democracies, and a trip to Taipei has become a hot destination for political pilgrims. With the parliament likely to host more and more political delegations in the future, the need for a new building with more room and more grandeur has gained even greater urgency. During an exhibition of possible designs for the new parliament held in Taipei last year, the Speaker of the Legislative Yuan emphasized the need for architecture that symbolizes Taiwanese identity and sovereignty on the international stage, citing as examples to emulate the Capitol Building in Washington and the UK's Palace of Westminster. The main sticking points are finding a suitable location for the new national parliament and convincing voters to pay for the construction of these new digs, a symbol, if ever there was one, of a mature democracy in action. You've been listening to Tall Stories, a Monocle 24 production. Today's episode was written by James Chambers and produced and edited by David Stevens. Remember to tune in on Thursday for the full 30-minute edition of The Urbanist. I'm Andrew Tuck. Goodbye, and thank you for listening, city lovers. Music